Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. Well, hello, everybody. Guess what? We just celebrated our one-year podcast anniversary last month in September. That was the 12th episode. So today marks the first episode of season two. Yay! Hi, guys. Hope you're well. Yes, it's the uh, beginning of season two. Oh, my God. I can't believe it's been 12 months. That's super crazy. Another roll on the 12th of them, another year. That's just insane. Another year going starting. Yikes. October. Fantastic. I am super duper happy about this topic today. Yeah, that's a good topic, no doubt. It's uh, it's kind of a heady topic, but... Um, but not really. I but, think most people will understand what we're talking about, for sure. Oh, yeah. You know? I, th- I think so, too, because um, it's a, it's a, it's something that we experience, all of us, but it's the uh, the approach that we want to give you a different approach of how to uh, deal with this one. So, And this one, it's not... Our opinion. It's basically based on research. Yeah, yeah. Philosophical de- research, def- if you will. De- definitely. I mean, we agree with what's written, but it's basically uh, 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 trying to give you more insight on how to operate. So, what's the title of that one? Well, it's just really simple. Attachment. Yeah. Attachment. So, what does that mean exactly? Well, we're going to talk about how it creates it, a lot of suffering or inner turmoil that kind of thing yeah so why don't we start with just to you know me and my nerdy definitions let's just start with the definition of what attachment is attachment is a feeling that binds one to a person a thing a cause an ideal or the like devotion or regard so I think that pretty much sums up what uh, attachment is. And there's all kinds of different types of attachment. A feeling that binds. It binds. Binds one to a person, cause, thing, the yeah. idols. Ideal. A, ideal and the like devotion and regard. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Simple one. So um, so we divided that uh, that podcast in three parts. Um, you know, sometimes we do that and you can, if you go back to the old one, you know that we've, we've done that before. So there's three parts. So let's start with the first one. And so we try to give you some title and this is where we came out with the title. First one is the inevitabilities (laughs) inevitabilities of life that contributes to sorrow. Okay. So that's kind of a heady title. Don't get scared. Yeah. Like what the hell? These (laughs) are just like, in other words, Shit that can happen that contributes to your sorrow. Yeah, b- b- that, that, that's, that's the translation yeah, the lay, and, for the layperson. And it's good to spot them. So uh, basically, so let's start with. It's like a, what we're going to. Yeah, let's start with the composite of what brings like, you suffering. Basic sufferings. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and actually, but always remember everything attached uh, attached to attachment. That's funny. So, oh boy, here and, we go. And, yeah, because the topic is attachment. So, of course, this could apply to other topic but it's 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 mainly always uh, always remind yourself that it's uh link to attachment so first one uh it's the fourth basic one so it's birth oh boy okay just being born (laughs) yes being born and then aging and then sickness and then death i think in previous uh podcasts we already mentioned that in some other occasion concerning another topic but it's the birth aging sickness and death Mm -hmm. okay so that things gives you right off the bat uh uh, problems uh, as a human being in your life Uh, birth is painful uh, number one it's great on the mother yes definitely (laughs) uh the aging well who likes to age i don't think we do okay sickness who likes to be sick sick uh i don't think so as well and of course the ultimate which is facing death yeah and, um, you know, as we know, good, the good time Charlie phases that we all have, those mm. things are fleeting. Oh, for they're sure. They're momentary and they're going to go away. Yeah. And so You can't live in that space forever. Yes. So it's good to have good times. It's, uh, but 
if you have good times and you don't face your problem or you don't face your obstacle, uh, this could bring uh, uh, some uh, unhappiness. So the next one, yes, is unhappiness. Now that's that's more personal. But if let's look at the generality of society and where you live, because you know we can detach our, detach ourselves from our environment. We are linked to our environment. Mm-hmm. It's basically a reflection of ourselves. Uh, you don't move the the shadow and then the arms move. It's the arms and then the shadows move. So the unhappiness in society is due to uh, uh, there's a few of those, but mainly we we, we found two. The first one is social injustice, correct? Yeah, social injustice, just uh, anything societally that is not for the betterment of, of the human human being, of, yeah. the, of humankind, you know? And a lot of that is, it can be racial uh, injustice. And another one yeah. is economic gap. Yes. You know, poverty versus wealth. You know, there's a lot of disparity Yes. in society, and that can create a lot of sorrow and suffering. Uh, definitely. And so uh, these are just a few. There's other ones, and you can find your... You, you, can, you know, everyone has their own personal yes. things that these attachments or whatever, what we're going to discuss a little bit further, but, you know, it's um, that's going to create your own personal sorrow, which may not be sorrowful to someone else. Yeah. So this oh, is yeah. all very specific, and you... Everyone has their own list, so yes, to speak. Yes, exactly. So self-reflect on your list, and uh, like I did, and uh, Tracy did too, and uh, s- s- work towards that. Because if that's something you believe it, it's an attachment. Then you know, fine. Yeah, as long as you take action, then you can uh, uh, resolve the problem. Now, there's a, a factor in life that a few uh, uh, people know and some don't. A few accept and some don't. But it remains a fact of life as much as you can escape the law of gravity. It is the fact that, in simple three words, nothing is constant. Nothing, right, Trace? Yeah, nothing. La- you always hear that. My mom used to say, nothing lasts forever. Yeah, that expression. Here we go. You know, when you're, um, like, little things that you might be attached to as a kid, like your, your favorite stuffed animal, your blanket, you know, eventually that blanket's going to fall apart and mine did. I chewed holes all the way through it because I had a thumb sucking problem that I finally stopped last year. So (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Anyway, no, but my blanket was just full of holes. And finally, I was so attached to that as a kid. And that created a lot of anxiety when I had to get rid of it. Yeah. So you can see it start when you're young. Mm -hmm. But but uh, mainly when nothing is inconstant is it's it's just that we, we want things to stay the same. Yeah. And I think and that it's a, normal, right? And even the law, especially when it's great. Yeah, of course. And Newton's law, Newton's first law of motion, half of it is the body in motion remains in motion. Yeah. So that already tells us right there that I know body at rest tends to stay at rest. I get that. That's a whole. Let's not break it down. But we're talking about the human being right now, meaning in the the view of life as a whole, things are always moving in the universe in the global, a grand scale, and then in a micro scale. But you see things are always moving, always moving. It's always in movement. And so therefore, if it's always in movement, that means our mind, our thought, our body, it's always in constant moving. When we sleep, the blood is flowing, right? Yeah, your opinions on things change. That's right. You hear it now with the, you know, the, the campaigning going on right now, bringing something up that... A candidate may have thought of at 22, and now they're in their 70s. You think they're going to think of things the same way? Exactly. I certainly hope not. Exactly. I'm glad I don't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's why. So the, the the fact that these three words, nothing is constant, is really a fact of life that it's really uh, difficult to understand. i still working on it because uh, I found myself in a situation where I want uh, to last forever. Uh, vacation is one of them. Oh, no. I got to yeah. go, you know, oh, it was such a good time. I wish you carry on. No, you don't because you want to move and things move. Yeah, but know? even, I think it was not last year, but the last trip that we did to the in 2018, the trip to France, I came back and I was in tears for two weeks. Yeah. You know, it's the attachment to that, that rapturous state. Um, I know thinking back when I was a kid, you know, growing up um, as an Air Force brat, we moved a lot and being hypersensitive like I am, I would get attached to people, and every time mm. we moved, I would bawl my eyes out. 
every time we'd go and visit people, whether it be relatives or whatever, I would cry when we left. Yep. And even recently, our friends that just bought land and yep. they're going to be moving up north, you know, I acted all fine in their presence. And then I came home and had a meltdown yep. because I'm going to miss them terribly. Yes. So you see, uh, that, that is a co definitely a fact of life. And you can look at your own life and you'll find out that there's many, many, many times that happened. So, um, yeah, and, and this comes as well to the inability. Uh, the fact that we don't accept the, the, not, the, nothing is constant is the fact that we, they have the inability to comprehend uh, uh, the four factors of birth, aging, sickness, and, sickness death. and yeah. death. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't understand. We don't want to self-reflect, but these are the ones that makes life from one to, to, to 100. Um, uh, so the human being, you know, um, we have this, this hope of, of permanence, right? Okay, let's give some example. Well, yeah, I did. Like you're, uh, you can give example like to people, whether some people, I was friends with someone for a very long time. And kept bringing up the ex-boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend. It had been years, and I kept hearing the same story. Another example is that guy, everyone knows this guy, talking about that high school, you know, uh, pass that he made on the, on the scoring touchdown, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, I just experienced it yesterday on the phone with my brother, bringing up something that happened a million years ago. And sometimes people are attached to the time, and they don't realize they're doing it, attached to a time where they felt the most happy or the most accomplished yeah. or the most peaceful or whatever it was. But, you know, when I hear these things, I just, oh, I, I just, I want to shake them and say there's so much more in the world. Yes. When you let go of that and begin to move forward and embrace what's ahead of you. And that is a form of hope. Uh, what she said, but a form of hope, and that's the hope of permanence. It's like, oh, we want things to stay forever. No, they don't. And so, uh, uh, common things. I mean, the first one is uh, youth. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, youth, I was, sorry, youth goes. I would like to have, you know. Spirit of youth stay. Yeah, the spirit, but, but like your physical. Yeah. I mean, you can even look at anybody, look at photos of your grandmother or whatever and look when your grandmother was like 25 yeah, and yeah. then look at her at 75 yeah. and it's like beauty is internal we know that but sometimes i mean i'm sorry if you look like rita hayworth did it's very external in my opinion she was one of the most beautiful women that's ever lived but and bridget bardot you yeah. know another one one of the most beautiful women that's ever lived Look at her 25, look at her today. There's a great difference in the appearance. And so, of course, we're talking about exterior. Yes, it, but it, that's part of it. That's yeah, unfortunately, yeah. you know, I mean, we're attached to it. We're in L.A. too. That's everything. It's the appearance. So the beauty, the youth, okay, the wealth. Well, wealth could come and go. Sure. One, one, you know, one year you you make a million bucks. Next year, they repossess your trucks. No, it's actually the reverse so in the, the song. But, 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 but yeah. bottom line, is still the same both ways it works. And um, even the attachment, like I was saying earlier, me to my blanket, I had a neighbor who was attached to an old concert shirt. Oh, yeah. And she would wear I it to, that. to bed. <laughs> and like, you know, there's a hole <laughs> right by her boob. It's sticking through, you know, and it's like she could not let go of that shirt. And, you know, it could be whatever reminded you of like middle school or whatever uh, the case may be, but could not let go of the shirt. Okay, so that Finally had to throw it away because her husband was like, this has got to go. Yeah, that's a good attachment. Yeah, you're good at that. <laughs> No, I, the waffle I, iron. I, the, the, oh, I, I got a quarter of waffle. I was doing a waffle. And I was like, it's a hundred years old. Yeah, My mother no. had won it when she was pregnant with me, and I, I was attached to that memory that she told me. You know, it's yes. like it's kind of a cool thing. But you know, like, let's get that things out. On a little bit of a deeper level here, let's talk about the attachment. Instead of people, things, and stuff, and money, blah blah blah, people can often be attached to concepts or their current circumstances, like people who. You hear them say, a person who might be overweight just say, oh, well, I've always been fat. Or everyone in my family's fat. Or uh, everyone, yeah, I, yeah, I everyone in my family, you know, is an alcoholic. So, of course, I am. Or Yeah, we'll come back to that because you brought that yesterday. That was a great concept mm -hmm. you brought. Because I, I didn't realize, actually, but, yeah, you're attracted to the positive, but as well the negative that's what you mainly you were saying. Yeah, you attract to yeah. your, you're attracted to your current circumstances, yeah. thinking that there's no other way out. It's just the way that it is. So, is there an expression that you said you can keep the fruits of your labor forever? 
Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is that, I mean, a, I wouldn't say it's an expression, yeah. but, you know, you can't now, take it with you as more of an expression. Now, here's the crazy part about it. That's crazy because uh, no matter what, no matter what, how much you love that car, how much you love that face, that thing, like I love my guitars, you know, whatever, death comes. You got to separate yourself from yeah. it. Yeah. So that's the ultimate detachment. That shirt's going to fall apart. You got to <laughs> let it go. <laughs> that that detachment, that's the ultimate. Sorry uh, to bring you the bad news, but it's a fact. So these are, these are a few things that, 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 that basically the inevitabilities yeah. of life. In now, other words, as I always say, everything has a shelf life. So let's go. Oh, yes, exactly. Now let's go to the next part, which is the, the, the attachment to the transit. And the inevitable permanence. I know it's again another title that whoa, that seems like a Haiti or whatever, but this leads to suffering. The attachment of transient. That's what transient. We transient. That's where we are. Not trans M. No, no. <laughs> or not trans other things. Oh, it's trans transient. Transient. Yeah. So an inevitable permanence. So. And we're going to try to give you some specifics. So like a few examples. We kind of have already. Sorry, I kind of jumped the gun there. I just got ahead of myself. No, that's I'm fine. Dress. No, 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 but it's okay because it's still valid due to the fact that this, this, uh, uh, this um, topic is not, uh, it's, it's a lot of, of, of understanding. So it get a grasp, the, 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 the concept of attachment and self-reflect and apply it to your life. Intellectually is one thing, but apply it on a regular basis. So this is a few uh, attachment. Again, more example that that uh, that that we have. So the first one you already said it. The yeah. attachment of people. To, That's two for sure. people. Pa two people. Attachment to people. You see it with um, boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. Mother, daughter, father, daughter. Um, you know, just inter-family so much that it's detrimental to the growth where. You don't want the kid to move out and they're 30. Yes. You know, you know, that's or, or, or you into a bad relationship. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, we saw domestic violence and, and yeah. you found yourself staying because, well, I'm not going to do better, you know, things like this. So, no, 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 no. That's got to be uh, nip in the butt. And that's not, that's the form of attachment that would take the inevitable impermanence and that leads to suffering. The second one is attachment to things and material. I mean, yeah. Of course, you know, we know that. Uh, what is the example that... Uh, oh. Well, so there's just so many things. Oh. I mean, it's like, you know, and women, we're all guilty of this. <laughs> we all have the, our skinny clothes in the closet. <laughs> Every one of us do. There's 10, 10 bazillion women. 10 bazillion women have oh, really? a reserve of skinny clothes in their closet. They're going for that one day it's going to happen again. Oh, I didn't Every know. woman does it. Oh, really? So what we do, so I have developed a new rule. If I, I have, it. I don't, I don't do it six. I do twelve. If I haven't worn it in twelve months, it's going bye bye. So that way you can welcome new things. Don't be attached to that. Don't be attached to that phase in your life uh. where you were, you know, a size two. Hey, it's hopeful. I let go of my twos. No, They're gone. It's hopeful. It's hopeful, but be realistic too. Don't attach. My point is don't attach to the, it's not the clothing per se. Mm. It is the moment in your life where you, how you felt at that time, oh. attaching to that feeling. So you can be the size two again. Yeah. If I work my ass off, I can be a size two again. It's a lot of sacrifice, but yeah, I'm more, but I'm not, I'm not attached to that so much anymore. Yeah. You can see the, I mean, when you, that example, give mm -hmm. me the fine line between something that's hopeful and an attachment that leads to suffering. There's a fine line because you could say, oh, well, yeah, but that's good. Maybe Then if you get be... to be a size two again, get new clothes. Yeah, I mean, Those are dated yeah. anyway. There we go. So why do you want something that's 10 years old yeah. or five years old or whatever? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's lose a good the example. 10, 15 pounds and go back. Another example that comes to my mind is hoarding. Ah, I mean, hoarding. I mean, we know that uh, the storage business is big in America. Yeah, yeah, but and the hoarding, I think that there there is a deep something going on there where people are so attached to junk and belongings that they feel that part of themselves are being stripped or they feel, you mm -hmm. know, naked. Or I, I'm not really sure the psychology behind that. I'm certainly not schooled There is in a that psychology area. behind it. Of course, but yeah. I don't know what that is, so oh, I, I can't see. make that kind of assessment. Yeah. I'm not, that's not my field, but... 
you see it, and that type of attachment is extremely detrimental. Yeah, well, they definitely not only look is at it unsan- it's unsanitary, yes. it's you know a safety hazard. We could just go on and on with that. Yeah, so that's a, another one is the attachment to current circumstances. So yeah, which that, I mentioned, which you yeah. mentioned, but mm-hmm. explain again. So that's very interesting yeah. concept. You know, uh, it can be positive. You know, it depends on either way. It can be someone who's a, who is a t- so attached to their wealth and lifestyle of living this way that when it ends, they don't know what to do themselves, and then they can spiral down into drugs and alcohol, or maybe even a mental condition because of it. And also it's the reverse, as I mentioned earlier, that people are attached to their current circumstances thinking that it can never change. Yes. You know, all my family's always been poor. I've always been fat. You know, um, there's so many alcoholics in my family. You know, all of us. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have a friend who's a very close friend who said, um, I'm never going to be able to pass math because I'm dyslexic because he was told that his whole life and he's attached to that theory, which... He happens to be extremely smart, but he can't seem to get past that. And uh, it's it's blocked him in a lot of ways. And he's really brilliant and has the heart the size of Texas. I remember that story that Les Brown said that one time he's, uh, he's, they told him you were... And he was um, educable, that he was deemed when he was a child, educable, mentally retarded, which yes. doesn't isn't even used anymore. But, you know, uh, I'm sorry. Who's la- yeah. Who's laughing now? Yeah, exactly. Ah. And he could have hung on to that thought. And he did not because somebody nope. one day tell him that nobody tell you. Nobody's telling you that you can want, you cannot do one thing if you put your mind into it. So you see. Yeah, he said, don't let your current circumstances or your past dictate your future. That's right. And that, that is a great thing. And look at the guy now. So these are the three ones. Let's move on to the next one. Another attachment. Uh, and, and that is that is the one that uh, uh, bring on another source of sorrow and another source of problem. It's the attachment to our one's own life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that uh, is a little bit more uh, complicated, but bottom line, ego comes in line. Here. Well, it's attached to, um, to. It's almost like that attached to living, which is. It can be positive or negative, but the way that in which we're we're addressing is the someone who's so attached to that so much so that it creates fear and worry. And then, for example, like the what ifs. What if this happens to me? If I get in the car, what if I, I get this? What if I get in an yeah. accident? What if I get sick? Or what if this happens to him? You know, the what ifs that will just lead to paranoia. Yes. Yes. And then agoraphobia and yeah. isn't that what it is? Were yeah. you afraid to leave your house? Agoraphobia. Yeah. Yeah. So so all kind of I'm sure. And that's why, you know, for, for us it's just we're scratching the surfaces because of course people go deeper and and, and, and psychologists and, and all this that. But this attachment is definitely part of of a, of, a, of a, the fears and the worry that you can have on doing things. It can stop you, right? Your own life. You put yourself. I mean, we said that the only thing that's stopping you is yourself to do something. It's true. So detach your, detach yourself from this. Okay, form of attachment, right there, and you and things that you can find a way to expedite that or take it off, yank it out, find a way, you know, mm-hmm. to do it. So. Another one is the obsession, right? I mean, attachment to... No, no, attachment to the obsession of of death. death, Yes. Where um, we all have someone or have encountered someone who's kind of obsessed with death. They either talk about it all the time out of fear or concerned about when their day is or i i've seen it in all ages. It's not the necessarily older people. It, It can be young people too. You know, it's like that Debbie Downer syndrome. Yeah. Wah, uh, wah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've run into people like wah, that, and I thought, this is a little dark for me, you know? I, um, it, it is. I mean, it's not, uh, it's not really fun to think that one day, uh, you know, you are going to die. And that's the, the other one, the, 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 the ignoring the inevitability of death. Okay, come on. So look at, for example, best example, a guy that drive a Formula One, a drive, a guys that, you know, you're in a plane or anything, a, a jet, and death, you, you, you run, you, you just. Yeah, just ignoring, ignoring the possibilities of 
danger. Right. So it's the daredevil syndrome. People who um, who take a lot of risk, ignoring that you could possibly die. Correct. But you know, on the same token, people who do those kinds of events, it's such an adrenaline, and it's who yeah. the person is. Yes. But it's person. It the, what we're addressing more of is the person who simply doesn't care. Yes, that's different. That they could die and don't don't value their own lives, and they don't want to talk about death. Now we have a lot of parents who don't want to talk about it. They don't want to address their wills, their estates. I'm sure a lot of you have encountered yeah. people like this, or have family members where they don't want to share that information with you, and it should be transparent. Yeah. So that everybody knows death is inevitable. We know that. And it can also create a very big familial mess if people don't know. You see, what makes me happy right now as we're talking is that one day I'm going to be gone. And these words, exactly what we're recording now, will stay. And so you can see that I don't, I ain't afraid that, well, that's the way it is. But the, the ignoring it and never want to talk about it, these two things, ignoring death and, and they don't want to talk about it, is not something that is, should, should be part of society and we should talk about it. And now, crazy part is that in some country, death is happiness, no? I mean, in India, right? I mean... Well, I think that it all depends on you know, the, the cultural and philosophical views of how death is seen. I think in general, in America, it's viewed as finality. It's viewed as darkness. Um, that's hence the black clothing. Um, in other countries and uh, other philosophies, it's a celebration of that life. Even though we call these things celebrations, yes. and I've attended many, many um, memorial services or funerals like this, where it seems very morose, everyone's in dark clothing, or black clothing, I should say. And yes, tears are going to happen. We're humans. We feel, of course, you're going to get some form of attachment. Yes, you know? and, and, and that, of course, it's, it's a very uh, difficult subject to, to, to approach. But it is obvious that your belief system comes in play here due to the fact that some believes that after life there's nothing, and then after... Um, and then some believe that this life is eternal. So, yeah, it's your belief system uh, that's personal. Um, but I think one day we'll do a, a, a podcast on that. Uh, it's very interesting. I don't know, or maybe part of it, because uh, it's a difficult subject to approach. But I don't see why we should not approach it. It's it's a very important. But we did we do approach it today with the attachment due to the fact that uh, we 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 don't want to talk and we atta we attach but uh, to that. So, so yes. um, yeah, we know that you know no matter what, life is going to continue to change. You know, as we mentioned before, how the human body ages. You can look at old photos to current photos, and in order for us to be happy. Anybody to become happy, you have to accept the transient. It's just a fact. You have to accept yes. it. And however, I do want to mention that there is absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying life and the benefits like money materials and, you know, or love or houses or new shoes or whatever it is. What of makes course. life, basically. Yeah. You've got to enjoy yes. those, those kinds of benefits and materials, of course. Because no matter what, the earthly desires are enlightenment. Yes. You it, know, it, they are. And, and let's, let me come back on that fact. The fact, uh, accepting it is a relief. Uh, I, I accept it. I, I, I ponder on it and I accept it. It it's, makes me much more happy knowing that, well, you know, there's going to be a beginning and there's going to be an end. That's it. And after the end, there might be another beginning. What is the expression? I'm trying to keep it uh, simple. It says, one door closed, another one open. Yeah. Well, then here we go. It's closed when you have to, it's sad when you have to close the door, but you're happy. You go vacation, vacation is finished. You go back to work. Well, you're going to plan another vacation. You know, or you are going to plan an album is finished. Oh, okay, we plan another one. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, but this fact, it is essential 
as human being that we accept it. We must. It's not, it's we have to and we must accept yeah. it. Because that will, if you don't accept these things, you're going to stay locked. Yes. And you won't, you'll get that roadblock ahead of you. Now, um, I think that we should mention before we get into the next big bold topic. Yes. That we're this is going to lead you to a concept called the less uh, the theory of the lesser self and the greater self, and we're going to get into that in the. Yeah, yeah, because um, there's a lot of concept that uh, Tracy and myself study uh, due to the fact that he he brings on another way of seeing things. Um, you, everybody has been uh, uh, exposed to different concepts. And sometimes one concept makes you realize uh, something that you never with another concept. So I hope this one is, 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 is another way for you maybe unless uh, you're listening to this podcast, that you'll be able to understand what we mean by lesser self and, and greater self. So, Well, let's move on to the third topic, which is here's a, now that we've given you all, not the doomsday, <laughs> but, but the, it's not. the, the, the one fact. half of it, yeah. the yin and yang symbol, we're giving you one side of it. Yeah. So now topic three is an alternate view. Okay. Yes. Let's get into this a little bit and let's talk about the theory of the lesser self and the greater self. Now, this is a yin and yang concept, a polarity, if you will. It's a uh, left and right, north and south, you know, east and west, whatever you want to call but it. But still both associate they're, to each other. Yes, they're interconnected. So that that's the main thing to understand here is the interconnectedness of this concept. And so, one doesn't one living uh, one you, doesn't mean abandoning the uh, abandoning right. They the work one. together yeah. as a unit, so you can't only li- have one without the other. They're they cohabit with yes, each other. Yes, okay. definitely. So uh, let's talk with the first one. Oh, it's the lesser self. Okay. A lot of this is where society as a whole tends to be. The lesser self or our smaller self is our ego. Yes. It's our self-interest. Yeah. So that could mean anything. You know, it could mean the me first syndrome, which we have, you know, is all over we the do. world, especially right now. It. It's, um, you know, wanting to remain the same. It's all, uh, I want to remain looking this way. I want to remain having this amount of money. I want to remain in power. I want to you know, I want to get this. I want to I I I I I the overusage of that pronoun. Yes, it's mainly uh, it's it's to be blind basically by uh, when you're blind by your your temporary circumstances, and, and, and your and, and you know and kind of like I would say the word it's maybe not appropriate, but still I will say that sometimes it can torture you, and, and by uh, those desire and that those desire basically drives your life. Nothing wrong with that. Like we say in the, in the, uh, in previously that earthly desire are enlightenment, which means the earthly desire will lead you to your own happiness is what you want. Well, if we did not have desires, yeah. we wouldn't have accomplishments in the world. However, with that, the desire and all of that lesser self stuff has to be accompanied with a greater self mindset, which we're going to talk about yeah, greater but self. Yeah, let, but let, like, for, for example... Okay. If you look at, at, the, at the lesser self, you know, we talk about the, the, the wealth, we talk about love and everything. Let's remind, uh, and this is a point that I want to bring just to illuminate and, and, and give an image in your mind of, uh, of how important is the lesser self. Of course, it's not as good as the greater self, but here's the what, why. Think about it. If, there was, if, if wealth was not attractive, there wouldn't be any economic growth. Exactly. I mean, economic growth will never take place. Mm-hmm. So the world is advances because of wealth. If 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 the human had if you had not uh, struggle uh, to overcome, for example, the natural ele- element, right? Then science will have never been uh, uh, advancing or flourishing. Right. And then uh, and then on the personal level, uh, if you have the, the it, it, like I said, the, the attachment where we talk about love, the attachment, or or, or the, uh, uh, the the conflict of relationship, 
uh, between uh, uh, sexes. Uh, then another fact, uh, there will never be movies, books, literature. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of things. So this is the lesser self. And this is necessary for functioning into, for the, the world to function and for human being to function. Again, we cannot deny it. We have absolutely to uh, 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 embrace it. And it's a part of us. Right. Now, let's talk about the greater self and how it's assistive with the lesser self in creating value. Correct. The so, greater self is our larger self based on clear awareness. Okay. You have to be aware of the interconnectedness of all life. Yeah. That's which what we're it is. a part of. Yeah. And this sustains us. When when you're awakened to this kind of reality to all life, we can overcome the fear of any kind of change. Yeah. And experience the deeper continuities beyond and beneath the ceaseless flow of change. Okay. I hope that makes some sense. Yeah. So if I break down a little bit of that is it's and on a less intellectual way, basically, if you take the uh, 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 anything that comes on your plate, it didn't come. It's, oh, I love that cake. Oh, cakes. I love that cakes. I love that uh, those those. We had gnocchi with. Sorry, I'm just my mind sometimes. Like, okay, subject we, tangent. Yeah, Let's get back on on, on oh, the uh, okay, train okay. right oh, here. No gnocchi. <laughs> that, okay, but 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 yeah, came something comes. You have you see something on your plate. You go to a, a restaurant, see plate. Wait a minute. Do you think it came in your plate like this because you you snapped the the the, the, the fingers? No, there was a lot of people involved in this. Planting it, harvesting it, uh, uh, packaging it, driving it to uh, delivering it, uh, 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 getting into the kitchen, preparing it, cooking it, uh, putting on the plate, bring the plate to your. How many people is that? This is what Tracy is talking about. It's like being aware that this is the greater self. You're not a. Hey, you're not alone here. So, in other words, I want this on the menu. Well, that I want this off the menu in order for you to get that to your plate involved an enormous amount of work and people behind the scenes to make that happen. That's the greater self. It's being aware that it just didn't magically appear. Right. It's the, it's the whole, basically, what is the whole, uh, the concept of the basic, the principle of the whole universe. And that's what it is. It's, it's, it's on, on, a, on, a, on an intellectual level, it's basically, uh, a form of law, you know, like the law of gravity or the law of that. It's a form of law and that generates somehow the manifestation and, and the activity of human life. That's what it is. So it helps you uh, understanding that even if you love that things in your plate, even if you drove uh, uh, and your ego got you there or whatever got you, your, your, your lesser self drove you to that. Being aware that it is part of an, of a... What is it? A web? Is that is that a white web? A web. It is part of a mm-hmm. web. And that's what we, we're talking about, being aware of the of the of the greater self. Now, how do you tie that to uh, attachment, Trace? To attachment? Yeah. Well, first let's say the lesser self, the greater self doesn't do this. The lesser self, which is ego driven, is what's destroying us by greed and let's say industrial expansion or, or technology, which is invading our privacy and everything else, it can. War. Um, it yeah. leads to war. All of those things can can lead to, yeah. to war, to dominance, um, to environmental destruction, the global abuse of non-human life. Yes. You know, if we are not... That's the pure list of self. If we do not control and divert the, the lesser self and have an awareness of our greater selves of this interconnectedness humanity could in the long i don't know how long it would take but it could be wiped out yeah. just because of greed etc so we must this is a mandatory for everybody we must become spiritually active and aware yeah. to expand 
our greater selves. And everybody has to find their own way to do it. It's just a matter of awakening something in you and going, oh, my God, I never thought of it that way. Yes. So I know the greater self is a little bit, it might be a little bit difficult to understand, but it's just an awakening that it's not an island of you. You know, you know, no man is an island. You've heard that before. It's the truth. We can't function alone. Yes. So if everything is interconnected and you see a lesser self behavior over here of injustice or, or you're unaware that it took all of this collective to bring you what you, your lesser self is desiring. You've got to be aware of that. That's the only way that we can unite as a world. And it's going to be in small baby steps because this type of process has to be one individual at a time. It's not everybody gets the memo. Everyone's going to follow the rules. It's going to happen on your time when your life is ready to awaken to this concept. It's, it's basically what you're saying is that it starts by yourself. Yes, it's yes. A person by person, yes. brick by brick. By brick by brick. Like you build yep. something. You know, mm-hmm. you don't you don't build the roof before you build the foundation. So in your foundation, on a daily basis, or when you have time, or when you're self-reflecting, or you have a problem, surround yourself with people that can give you that. Listen to that podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so 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 but, we're but, not. This is not to sever your lesser self. That's impossible. No, it's, it's like saying I can. It's like I can only. I only want goodness. Well, guess what? We are walking contradictions. Each human being has a good and evil side. Everything in the in the universe has good, positive, negative, yes. good, evil, whatever you want to call it. There's that dichotomy, and it exists cohesively together, no matter what. Yes, you can't you can't pull those sides apart. So your lesser self can help drive your greater self, and vice versa. Yes, yeah, they have right. to be balanced, and you have to find a middle way, a way down the center to be able to get your desires, and have a respect for the greater self. Yes. And be able to work as a collective. So the, the, when we, this concept of greater self, and self let's, we're going to bring it back now that you, we explained to you that. We are going to bring it back to attachment. And how we do that? Because there is something, as you know, called the law of gravity. We can escape. The law of attraction. Cause and effect. Cause and effect. And so it's called the law of impermanence. That is a law that exists. If you're not aware of it, we'll get to the program. Because it is, a fa- it is a fact of life. There's a law of impermanence. And once you adapt that, and we keep on saying it all along in this uh, podcast, once you keep on uh, uh, adapting that to your life and self-reflecting when you're in a situation, then you'll, have, you'll be going to that greater self. The law of impermanence is all conditioned existence without exception is transient and inconstant and this needs to be understood and accepted whether it's death whether it's a divorce whether it's you're moving whether it's me getting rid of my childhood blanket i still have the my first stuffed animal though yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna get rid of that i'm super attached to it but you know yeah anyway i i (laughs) i uh let me uh, i was uh, doing an interview and writing uh, uh, uh responding to an interview and i was thinking about one of the guitar that i had a long time ago, and it was like it was a Les Paul, black copy Les Paul, and I'm like, oh man, do you know I would be great to have it in the arsenal now? Why did you sell that one? Well, I sold it because with the money I bought a better one that mm-hmm. was higher quality, where this one was just a copy Les Paul, and so I upgraded. But still now, I- I'm thinking, why? You know, no, no, no. You gotta let go things, and new things come. So that law of impermanence is necessary, and it, it's a great joy. Now. Um, I believe, because um, based on what uh, I practice on a daily basis uh, concerning act, act, action, and self-reflection, that one needs to challenge oneself. Mm-hmm. And, and when you challenge yourself, okay, small step, big step, whatever you can, that's what's important. Whatever you can. So, um, I, I think, Tracy, you want to go start a list of, we, we compile a list of things that you can do when you change yourself. One thing no, you can not change. Change oneself. Challenge. challenge. Sorry, challenge oneself. Yes. Well, again, I think the number one thing is 
to be aware how much society focuses on the lesser self, how we're conditioned to focus on the lesser self. So once you see that, oh, there's a greater self. Hi, Buster. Buster. He's my doggy friend. Um, so focus, try to direct yourself on your greater self. Look at something if you have a desire. Why is it that you want it? Yeah. How, what is it about it that you want that thing? What impact is going to have? Or and, and okay, say you get it. How was it brought to you? Yeah. Who was involved in helping you get this? That's appreciation. Exactly. I was just going to yeah. say that. Sorry. It's you have to have appreciation for those things. That's the beginning to expand your greater self. It's start thinking outside of yourself. Not outside of yourself, but thinking thinking of of not just yourself. Think of others and how the collective or how the contribution has helped that become. Um, we need to change this so that humankind can grow and become happy. I don't believe that happiness can happen. On your own. It's not going to happen on your own and with a dominance of the lesser self. It becomes a self-centered, me-first, rapturist, hedonist world. That's not possible. It's just simple. Eventually, it will implode. Yeah, it can't it sustain just like a Ponzi scheme. It can only go to a point, thank you, Bernie Madoff, and it, it will implode because you can't keep up with it, just like the lesser self. The I, me, 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 want, 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 eventually something will happen and it's going to implode and force you to look that there's something else in which we brought up today, the greater self. So basically, again, one is not detachable from the other one. Lesser Absolutely self not. Cannot be detachable to the, the greater self, but think about both. Uh, and then, then uh, um, uh, uh, it's it's important that um, we self. Um, now, I will say self restraint is the right word. Yes, uh, but, but let's me let's more like being vigilant about, like she said, being aware. It's I say it's more awareness, but vi being vigilant on 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 the fact that. Train your thoughts, train yourself to stop. I mean, it's funny because we, 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 before we eat, uh, uh, before we eat, uh, some religions do the uh, blessing, like you. Yeah, it's Judeo Grace. Yeah, yeah the, the grace. And, and I think it's phenomenal because you realize that, hey, that food that came on the plate, and I'm sorry, I'm talking about the food again, but it it's, comes. It's a French it's, thing. It's, <laughs> it comes. It comes. On we the talk plate. about money. There's lots of food. Oh, I, I, I can talk about money for hours. Oh yes, and so it, it's this vigilance. Be vigilant and self-restrain. Uh, you know, move away from the permanence and, and focus on the impermanence. How about you can do that too? You just switch. I say, okay, you know what? Instead of focusing on my impermanent, in my permanence, I'm going to focus in that my, my impermanence, and, and, and I'm going to know that hey. It's here. I enjoy it. That is the key of doubling your appreciation, doubling your uh, gr sense of gratitude, huh? sense of gratitude. That oh, it's here. I gotta enjoy happy. And the more you enjoy, the happier you are. That's, that's the fact. That's the expansion of the greater self. Yeah. For in in expansion of the lesser self, you're never going to fill the void. It's the um, addictive shopper. Always trying to oh, me, 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 I, 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 I yeah. need this, I need this. No matter what the addicted shopper gets, it's never enough. Yeah. It's it's a good example. Yep. It's definitely that. So Oh, so, trust me, I like my stuff. I like my nice hotels. I like my nice, yeah. you know, cooking wear and my nice clarinets and you know, don't get me wrong. But behind that, I know what's gone into it. And so the, 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 this this part was the mainly the the the, the move away the the the, the, the fo stopping focusing on the permanence and more try to train your brain to go to the impermanent step by step okay write it down put it on your phone well I think that each person will find some kind of way to understand yeah. this and again I'm going to extend if you have questions on this and if we can somehow you know answer them or 
or seek someone who can help you with this. Definitely. Great. This is what this is all about. This whole podcasting, the rock your life is not, it's only for us. It's a, it's a labor of love. It's a hobby that all we want to do is try to help make the world a better place to live in. And help you as a listener to understand that, you know, don't give up on yourself. Listen, if you haven't understood, then listen to it again. Uh, go do some research. You know, that's it. That's it. But at least we 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 um, we spark something in you. So the, the other um, the other thing missing, uh, 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 and I just thought about it now. It's the the it's the fact that right now we are living in a, we're in a critical moment of of civilization. Uh, um, I'm not saying in, uh, in America or anything, but. The, the, this whole technology going so fast, this whole, uh, okay, with the world pandemics, that's had another level, another uh, uh, problem on it. Uh, the communication and how we change it now and, and how we communicate and how we, uh, nothing is, 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 everything is virtual. I mean, so many things. It's a great, so uh, apply that as well to the, to the, the, your lesser self and greater self. It's a critical moment in civilization right now which is all sometimes are more than others but this one is due to the fact that the whole world is affected by something that we can cure so it is very important uh, that we self-reflect more than ever on that lesser self and, and that greater self and then of course um what i thought was a great point to bring and um it's the future and if we, we we're gonna finish with this uh, because I thought that the future, looking at the future, it's always bringing you more joys than looking at the past. Although I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I believe for myself and speak for myself, it's always better because I'm looking forward to something. And when I set up something, I'm looking forward. So that means I'm moving forward. And I will think that no matter what, since we talk about and bring back to uh, birth, Aging. age, yeah. Aging, sickness, sickness, and death. Let's talk about youth. When you're young, you can do way more things than when you're not young. And so focusing on nurturing youth is a great deal of focusing your, uh, getting yourself into the greater self. Because you, the youth, no matter what, well, youth is the future. Yeah. And the future for me is like a carrot. You know, you see the carrot. Oh, it's yeah. like dangling of the carrot. That's what it, the future, when you think about the future, the present and the future, but the future propels you forward. Because if you're focused on the carrot, you're always going to move forward. And that takes you away from attachment. Correct. And the past is going to anchor you. You can look at your past with nostalgia from a place of love. And that was then just as a reflective time. But please try not to live there because you, you're not going to grow and move forward. That's what you're saying. So you're saying maybe the past will anchor you more. Yes, it does. And the future will make you move. Correct. Uh, Think about it. What about the present? Well, the present's all we have. Yeah, I see. But yeah, so basically the present. Yeah, so, so and we say that, I mean, I heard that the present and the future are, con no, the past and the future are containing the present. Of course they are. Yes. Because your past has brought you where you are and your future is where you could go. Yes. So no, yeah. of course they're both here. So it, the it present is, is all we have. The future propels you forward. The past will anchor you. So on the basic of attachment, no doubt that if you think more about the future, it will definitely de-anchor you Correct. And, and take that attachment away because you don't know the future, but you know the past. Well, everybody's got that. Per well, I don't anymore. I've kind of cut them all off except for a couple family members who keep reflecting on the past. Uh, rest my auntie, rest her soul. <laughs> you know, my mom passed right after when I was out of college, you know, and it, you know, it, yeah, it was painful, but of course it was. She was my mother and she was like, you know, like a June Cleaver, a little more modernized, but just a perfect lady. But yes, my mother passed, but we have to move on. That's what she would want. She wouldn't want me anchoring and crying about her every day. That's not honoring her. And her sister, every time I would talk, I would just, hey, what's happening? Oh, I miss your mother. It's like, oh, I miss uh, her too. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. What happened last week? How did that go? You know, it's like, my mom doesn't want me doing that. I know her well enough to know that she would not want me doing that. Yeah. And, uh, you know. So so the, so, so the, the future helps you. So why not future? The youth is the future, isn't it? 
I think so. So uh, uh, the yeah, we all have a future. We all have a future. It's not just youth. You, no matter yes. what age you are, there's always a future for you. But if you have hard time with attachment and and de-anchor yourself from the past, then try to focus on the future and try to help others focus on the future. Or people will make the future better. And that's the point that I want to make. I don't know if I, if I, it, was, it came across uh, the pond, across the bridge, across the... Yeah, I just hope, I hope it's, um, it's making cohesive sense. Because sometimes I feel like, a, you know, we're talking in stream of consciousness and... The dots are connecting. Well, it's not but, an easy topic. Chris. Yeah, I know, but I just hope it's it's all yeah. making sense. And if it's not, you know, we can clarify via email if you'd like. Um, yes. I'd like to read something for you. Uh, once one has formed a relationship with the law of cause and effect, the seed of enlightenment will definitely sprout within one's life. Even if polluted by karma from the distant past, one's life will gradually become pure as one cuts the strong attachments to evil or sets oneself free from the fetters of war. One can then advance toward an absolute sense of security and peace of mind. How brilliant is that? So let, let's uh, cut those attachments and, uh, and let's have peace of mind, move forward and create a brilliant future for each and every one of us. It okay. sounds lofty, totally doable. It sounds lofty, yes. Well, there's nothing wrong with lofty. I mean, that's what it is. But so remind uh, ourselves that attachment, and that was our focus today to start that second season. What a great topic! You'll see it at attachment, and hopefully, our, 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 the way we explain to you gives you uh, some kind of a pushing you to self-reflect on the topics and on your. Be anything that's concerning your own life. We certainly do. Yeah, I've had a lot in my past where attaching to people oh. mainly has caused me a great deal of suffering. Oh, it's it's usually for me it's one of the uh, for me it's one of the the source of uh, of regrets. I had attachment that I was like, why, why, why did you stay attached to that things? Why did you stay attached? And even now, some stuff I'm like. Why are you still attached to that? Why not let it go and change it? Or, you know, it's like an update. That's why technology is great because you have update. Mm -hmm. You know, you update. Oh, like, I love my, my computer, but it's going to be time to change it. I'm like, oh, yeah, but it's computers. You know, but again, you know, it's like upgrade. Think yourself as a... It's a spiritual upgrade, I guess. Yeah, think yourself as a as an upgrade, like a Windows 10, Windows 11, or like a, a iOS uh, 12, 13, 14, 15. You know, just think yourself that you just have to do that, if, if, if that makes sense. But anyway, we give you what we, what we, we know, what we can, or what we simply on. About attachments. About attachments. So... so. Let's go with the... Yeah, uh, well, we know it is... I don't know what's going to go on with Halloween this year, whether oh it's going to be kept, you know, masked, no pun intended, on Halloween, or I don't even know if there's going to be trick-or-treating. I doubt it in L.A. there will be. But mm. um, anyway, it is Halloween, one of my favorites, my second favorite holiday, first being Christmas. And I was still carrying on, carving my pumpkins and, you know, doing silly things and whatever and eating oh, yeah. way too much sugar. But How are we going to address that? I don't know, but I'll come up with something. Maybe I'm, I'm an emoji. I want to be an emoji. Again? You already emoji. Oh, I did? Yeah. But I don't know. We'll come up with something. Oh, yeah. Something crazy. So in light of that, I'm going to give you a fun fact. Mm. Skittles are the top Halloween candy. The oh. bite-sized candies outranked M&M Snickers and Reese's Cups according to 11 years of sales data from CandyStore.com. And even though... Candy corn also made the top 10. The tricolored treats also ranked among the worst Halloween candies, according to a candystore.com survey. You mean talking about sugar? No, that's just colored sugar. Oh, it is? Ugh. I can't, I don't I like liked it as a kid, but I think it's disgusting. I now. like sneakers. Well, uh, I always wanted candy bars, but you know, candy bars are not big with kids. Last night we walked in the Comey Room. The Comey rule. Uh, the Comey rule. Comey rule. And this guy was like, James Comey was always saying, what is your favorite candy when you were young? Me, me, I think it was uh, Almond Joy. Oh, I love. And Kit Kat. Oh, 
Kit Kat and I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, I, I like, as a kid, it was Three Musketeers. I always wanted oh, really? that. When yeah. we do Halloween outside and we give candies. They, they're not, kids are not into the candy But when bars. I came in America, oh, yes, Mike and Ike. Ugh. Oh, I love my, Mike and Ike. Not my jam. Mike and Ike. Anyway, so, yeah, well, do the spotlight. You know, I'm going to read the spotlight, yeah, too. Yeah, do the spotlight, Okay. Too. Now, this is for anybody. You know, it's it's holiday time, and I should have actually planned this months ago, but I didn't. You can make your own vanilla extract. I am tired of spending 10, 15 bucks on a tiny little itty-bitty bottle of whatever. So all you have to do, and I just did this, you get some Madagascar vanilla beans, or they're also called bourbon vanilla beans, but they are not made with bourbon. It's just the region, okay? So Madagascar vanilla beans... You slice them vertically, open them up. Don't slice them in half. Just slice it so that it opens. And six whole beans per 16 ounces of alcohol. I happen to use bourbon. And when I say that, use the bottom shelf, the the, the crap, the high school bourbon, you know, that you would mix with Coke and, you know, go out with your friends. Anyway, <laughs> it went in the South anyway you did. <laughs> but you keep, put it in a jar, keep it in a dark place, shake it once a day, and wait and I mean, wait, you got to wait a long time. A full year is best. However, I have read that you can start using it in about two to three months. So the longer wait. you wait, the better. And I think I'm going to wait as long as I possibly can, but I'm shaking it every day and I see the little How long we have to wait? dots floating around and, you know, I'm starting to smell the vanilla. I want to so do good. whipped cream with it. You can't. Not yet. It's going to be oh. a long time. Okay. Well, whatever. I got to wait. That's okay. I'll eat something else meanwhile. Okay. So now we're going to finish with the quote. Um, um, this quote is from uh, Jackson Kidd. So K-I-D-D-A-R-D, 3D. It's in, the guy's in 3D. I mean, it's obvious, you know. K oh, oh, boy, that's a courtesy laugh. Anyway, back to you. Well, it's true. <laughs> K-I-D-D-A-R-D. Okie So there's to the double D and a D. So the guy's in 3D. He was a French. Oh, oh, la, la. The guy was in 3D. He's a French-born entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. I love this. Uh, Turn philosopher and yogi, born in the late 800 and died no, eight, 1800s. in 1800 and died in 1901. Poor, the guys didn't live that no, long. No, he didn't. Oh, wow. Anyway, he was... here's uh, the quote that he, he says. So, quote, anything, anything you can control is teaching you to let go. Wow. One more time. Anything you can control. No, anything you can't. Yeah, I said can't, yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay, I repeat again, because I get interrupted by, a, uh, I don't know Your who. Your co-host. My co-host interrupt me with something that was already right. Anything you can't control is teaching you to let go. Okay, that's Jackson, Jackson 3D. And then I have another one that I found that was good. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this one is about attachment, which is the topic. Okay, and, and this is from uh, Nîmes, Karoli Baba. A <laughs> the Maharaji. Yeah, a.k.a. people, big notorious. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's a.k.a. Mahajaji. No, Any, anyway. a.k.a. Maharaji. Maharaji, okay, it's Nîmes, Karoli, Karoli Baba. Anyway, quote, attachment is the strongest block to realization. See, these are simple. The attachment is the strongest thing that's going to block you to realization. Well, here we go. But anyway, thank you so much. Um, a, a little uh, 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 note on finishing. Um, we were planning on uh, uh, season two to have some guests. Guests. Uh, because we, you know, we've been doing it for one year now, so sometimes having a guest would be a good thing. Uh, we, we thought about that on uh, season one, but then, mm, you know, uh, we said, oh, now let's carry on like this. But season two, we were thinking about that. Now we don't know how long that pandemic is going to go. So it's kind of difficult. We don't have the, the gear to be able to have somebody on the phone and do that. Not so, yet anyway. Not yet anyway, but uh, we're going to definitely one day uh, do have that. And if you have any ideas for spotlight or you want to spotlight something, just email us and we will do that. If you have a fun fact you want us to uh, uh, uh Yeah, we're happy mention, to mention your name. No you problem. Mention your name. So a fun fact, a spotlight, or even a quote. Uh, or if you have ideas of topics that we think we can uh, tackle, 
then let's do that. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Yes. You can email us at rockyourlifeatthevignatis.com. Yes, so don't be afraid to email us. We will take it on and we will uh, feature us, put it into the uh, our, our website. So let's uh, all detach and become happy. Yes, detach ourselves and as usual, we are here to help you rock, rock your, your life. life.